0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Ophira, and I'm joined by Jonathan Colton. Hey, everybody. You know, with everything that happened this year, I have to say making this show meant so much to me. It was such a joy and getting the feedback from all of our listeners, uh, you know, them letting us know what it meant to them, that was so meaningful and I'm very appreciative of it.
2: It's true. It was a uh, it was a difficult transition for us to make from being yeah. a live show in front of an audience to a a remote show and we had to change things as many of you have had to do with your jobs and uh, very gratifying to hear back from you that you are enjoying what we're doing and for our parts it's a great chance to get together and laugh and play some games and, and we hope that it's the same for you but keep this in mind we could not do any of this without your support.
1: That's right. Listener support of public radio stations is what makes all of this possible, makes it possible for us to get together, play some games and provide you some, you know, unique and fun entertainment to get you through the day.
2: Yes. And we need your support today. So if you can, please go to donate.npr.org AMA. And thank
1: you. For a holiday treat, we are going to travel back in time all the way to the year 2018. This show was taped in front of a live audience with special guests Adam Lambert and Tony Hawk. We love our audience, we miss you so much, and we can't wait until we can safely see you at a live taping of Ask Me Another. But until then, stay safe, be well, and please enjoy.
2: From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from the historic Balboa Theater in beautiful San Diego, California. It's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh my God, this is amazing. We are super psyched to be here. We are super psyched just to be in San Diego, let's be honest. that's yeah, true. It's a nice change. It's a nice change from New York, I got to tell you. And this is a very special episode. We are calling this a California Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and for our listeners who don't know, a California Christmas is pretty much like a regular Christmas, but you decorate your tree animal style. Right? Everyone argues over who gets to put the double-double on the top of the tree. (laughs) And you know it's over when you have that bittersweet moment of just vacuuming grilled onion bits from your rug. It's all over. So, uh, you have kids. Do you do a little Christmas?
2: Yeah, we do Christmas. You do Christmas yeah. with the kids? That's nice. We don't withhold it from them, yeah.
1: <laughs> do you do the elf on the shelf thing?
2: I can't stand the elf on a shelf. Really? Yeah. Somebody sent me the elf on a shelf and was like, oh, do this with the kids. It'll be fun. And yeah. then I read about it. I mean, it's, first of all, it's creepy. It's a doll that gets up and walks around your house at night. I don't like that. Also, it just sits there and watches you the whole time?
1: That's the idea, right?
2: It's like a spy camera. I don't <laughs> want my children to be under surveillance at all times.
1: Right. And like, so let's put them on edge a little bit? Or are they being yeah, nice? I don't or... care for it. So we have, uh, we have two amazing guests on the show. We have American Idol alum Adam Lambert. <laughs> and we have skateboarding legend Tony Hawk. <laughs> and I know what you're saying what a natural combination together at last together at last both san diego natives yeah i know you guys produce a lot of good things produce a lot of good things have you played uh tony Ho- any of tony hawk's video games
2: uh, i have yeah i've played one of the skateboarding games yeah yeah how'd you do uh terribly terribly yeah. it's
1: hard it's hard yeah the first just one just like real skateboarding just <laughs> like really right it's super yeah. hard Yeah, the first one is called um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and it inspired me. I actually have a video game in development. It's called Ophira Eisenberg Procrastinator. And you get to maneuver your mini Ophira around the streets of New York and collect coins. If you get enough, you get to do a load of laundry. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, you let your Ophira drink four glasses of wine. Oh, try to get those scissors out of her hands before she cuts her own bangs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's play some games, everybody. Our first game is about gifts. You know, they say it's the thought that counts, but why do we only say that when the gift sucks? <laughs> Let's meet our contestants. First up, Tyler Parthimer. You're a community outreach coordinator, and you're currently reading your way through Agatha Christie novels. Yes. um, So, Hercule Poirot. uh, So, she's got, I think, 22 novels and then 122 short stories. So, it comes out to 44 books. And I just started Curtain, which is the last one. So And? I love them all. I always try to guess who the murderer is, and that always just blows me away that these books were written back in the 20s and 30s and 40s, and I always think, oh, I can figure out who this is, and I think I've guessed one out of all the stories. Yeah, that sounds so fun. When you ring in, we're going to hear this. Your opponent is Annie O'Reilly. You're a high school English teacher. I am. Thank you. I am. You're a huge Thomas Pynchon fan, and every time you finish a book, you get a tattoo. I do,
3: yes. Okay,
1: so is this is named the Pynchon Arm. You have an arm that is called the Pynchon it Arm? It is the Pynchon Arm. All right, um, let's describe one of the tattoos for our listeners. Okay, um, on, on the
3: top of my shoulder, I have a rainbow parabola ending in a V2 rocket for Gravity's Rainbow. I've only read that three times, I'm sorry. Oh,
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good. That's fantastic. Annie, when you ring in, we'll hear this. All right, Tyler and Annie, whoever has more points after two games, will go to our final round. This game is called Many Happy Returns. It's gift-giving season, but they all can't be winners. So we will describe a horrible gift that we made up. And your job is to rearrange its letters to turn it into a toy that is in the National Toy Hall of Fame. Okay, ring in to answer. Here we go. Make your rodent a furry hottie with some hot rat pomade, or shuffle the letters to get a tweakable tuber, the first toy advertised on TV. Annie. Mr. Potato Head. Yeah, that's right. My favorite thing about Mr. Potato Head? He carries his wardrobe in his butt. <laughs> Super convenient, right? Absolutely. And parts of his face. Parts of his face. Right. Can change out his eyes. I got you a lemon-flavored Bluetooth gadget. It's a sour speaker, or you could trade it in for this water-shooting toy prototyped by a NASA engineer from a PVC pipe and a soda bottle. Tyler. Super Soaker? Yeah, that's right. I've been called a sour speaker. (laughs) On the socials. (laughs) I made you a meat doll. (laughs) As you do.
2: He's called Sir Beef. But maybe you would rather toss around this toy, once marketed as the Pluto platter. Tyler. Frisbee. Frisbee, you got it.
1: You'll have tons of fun with this action figure of a bewildered grandmother. It's EGAD Granny. But just in case, I save the gift receipt so you can trade for this doll with yarn hair and a stitched on face. Annie. Raggedy Ann. Yeah, that's right. You
2: loved Oceans 8, so I got you this board game called Go Female Thief. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could exchange it for this game about school, work, marriage, children, and retirement. Tyler.
1: The Game of Life. Well done, that's right. Nobody really likes that game, right? (laughs) I like that game. Tyler, what do you like about it? Um, Just that your life follows a trajectory and you get to buy a house at one point. You know, it's all guaranteed. So I like that security. All right, that was a great game. Tyler is in the lead. Our next game is about birds. Did you know that the Venn diagram of public radio listeners and bird watchers is just one big circle? <laughs> In honor of Winter and our avian-named guest, Tony Hawk, we have an audio quiz called Snowbirds. The answer to each clue is a bird that shares its name with a professional sports team, That plays in the winter. I'll play you a clip of a bird from the Macaulay Library at the Cornell Lab of Ornithology and read you a clue where we imagine what would happen if the bird attempted to play its associated sport. (laughs) I know, there's a lot going on. (laughs) The points are doubled. Tyler, stay in the lead and you'll be in our final round. Annie, you need to get more points or you have to explain any sport to any member of our staff. (laughs) Accepted. All right, let's go to the NHL for your first clue. <laughs> this bird has the unique advantage of having a 340 degree field of vision, which means it'll see getting checked into the glass coming a mile away from Anaheim. Tyler, ducks. Yeah, that was those are ducks. That's what they are. You're right.
2: Those do not sound like ducks to me. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little whiny. When we get done with this show, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to the Macaulay Library at the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. <laughs> See if we can get to the bottom of this.
1: It will be their very first one, yeah, I'm I quite bet. sure. <laughs> Next up... Benjamin Franklin didn't want this bird to be our national bird because these birds steal prey from other animals by chasing them down, just like they chase down the Patriots to win Super Bowl number 52. Annie. Eagles. That is correct. All right, next up.
2: I just want to say, birds are terrible, <laughs>
4: terrible.
1: <laughs> This bird can hold up to three gallons Of water and fish in its guller sack So carrying that basketball to the hoop For New Orleans should be no problem Tyler Pelicans Yeah, that's, those are pelicans Alright, All right, this is your last clue Sounds friendly. No, it sounds monstrous. This Antarctic bird can only taste sour and salty flavors, so it won't be sidelined by some mediocre nachos at the PPG Paints Arena. Tyler. Penguins. Yeah, that's a penguin. You're right. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much. You're both fantastic. After two games, Tyler is going to our final round. Coming up, we'll find out who will face off against Tyler in our final round. And Adam Lambert is here, so get ready, Glamberts and Glam Ernie's. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
0: Visit tinydeskcontest.npr.org to learn more, then check out the Venture X card from presenting sponsor Capital One. Earn unlimited 2x miles on everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
3: This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com/slash switch.
2: This is Ask Me Another NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia, coming to you from San Diego. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Today's episode is a California Christmas and it's time to welcome our first special guest. He started his career on American Idol where he sang Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody in his first audition. Now he tours as the frontman for the band Queen. Please welcome Adam Lambert. <laughs> Truly an honor to meet you.
4: Nice to meet you too. And
1: welcome home. Thank you, San Diego. Yeah, hometown. You know, as a little kid, uh, from what I've read, you always wanted to be a performer. You had that bug in you immediately. And you said in an interview with RuPaul that as a kid you did sheet drag. <laughs> <laughs> what is sheet drag?
4: Uh, it's taking your bed sheets and yeah. making a garment out of your bed sheets notably a strapless gown, you know? Yeah, sure. Or a cape or palazzo pants. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> there's
1: a lot smart. you can do
4: with one giant piece of fabric. Yeah. But, and, of course, mine, when I was a teenager, was leopard print, which was really a... I mean, who doesn't love leopard That's print? That's perfect. Timeless pattern.
1: That was your sheet on your bed?
4: Yeah, it was, a, it was like a snow leopard or yeah, something. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Cool.
1: Yeah. So most of the world met you through American Idol. And, you know, it was American Idol. You had a a chance to watch it before you auditioned. I was a big fan. You were a big fan? Yeah. So, but when you decided to audition, I mean, like, what what was going through your head?
4: Don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. (laughs) Don't mess it up. I mean, it was... I was was really nervous because I knew... The, the, the weight of it, you know, I knew like that, that this was something that could potentially change everything. Sure. And I was like ready for the next chapter. Yeah. So I said, why not? Let's try it. And having watched the show for so many years, I kind of had figured out what the game was at that point. Um, what was the game? Well, they, the, the producers kind of pick a final top 12 or 13. It was in my season. And each person kind of has their own wheelhouse or their own demographic or genre of right. music. And I realized, I'm like, oh, I'm the rocker. That's where they've put me. Yeah. Um, in fact, when I got to the audition, the first thing I sang in front of the, the judges was a Michael Jackson song, and they all looked at me like, eh. <laughs> confused, you right, know? King
1: of Pop. And I knew
4: I was like, uh, okay, uh, well, I can do anything that you want. What else do you want? What do you want to hear? And they're like, well, what else do you have? And I'm like, how about Bohemian Rhapsody? And a light bulb, I could see it go off on, on top of all their heads, and I went, yes! And so when I sang that... You just it,
1: pulled that out?
4: Right out, yeah.
1: When was the last time that you would, like, practice that song or I had it, it? I had it on deck. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. That's pretty great, yeah. though.
4: The producers knew that that was sort of my backup choice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: okay. So after American Idol, you decide to come out to the world uh, on the cover and in the pages of Rolling Stone magazine. Hello! With... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the result is that it was their highest-selling magazine of 2009. Wow. Did you feel a lot of pressure at the time to be the new gay poster boy?
4: It was so strange to me. Because I came out to my family and to all my friends when I was 18. Right. And then through my early 20s, I was doing theater in L.A. I was with lots of queer people. I was doing musicals, I was performing in clubs, I was dressing up, I was going out. I was like, yeah, this is me. I knew that. And I had no hang-ups. My family was really supportive. And I was in an industry that supported it. Then on Idol, right before Idol started, there were all these pictures that came out. And it was me like kissing an ex-boyfriend. And so, oh God, what are we going to do? Yeah. The blog started writing about it. <laughs> and I got asked on the, on the carpet, like, so we see these pictures of you. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm kissing a dude. And, you know, to me at the time, I was looking at it from my point of view. I didn't have the knowledge or the experience yet to really see it as the public looking at me. So I do the whole competition. And once you start the competition, you cannot talk to the press at all. Or at least that's how it was when I was on the show. Mm And at that point, it was like, okay, let me focus on the task at hand here, which is singing. And so then at the end of the show, when we could talk to the press again, all of a sudden it was a big topic. And I was mixed with total intimidation and fear of that idea, excitement about, wow, this could be a big deal for more than just me, for many people. And that's when, at the end of the competition, we were like, "Let's do this the right way. Let's save it for a publication that we know will cover this the, the right way, fairly, and very in a very liberal light." <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And totally got me. Good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Then you get offered to be the front man for Queen. Yeah. <laughs> You met the band on set on American Idol.
4: Yes, I did. I met the band doing the finale. They were invited and we sang We're the Champions. Yeah. We all kind of looked at each other and there was something good in the air, some good vibes. And then the rest all happened. I walked away and I released my first album. And then Queen came a calling and said, hey, we have this thing. We're doing the MTV EMAs. Right. And we're doing a medley. You want to sing it? And I was like, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, you're stepping in Freddie Mercury's shoes. So how, what was your approach of, of like, I need to pay homage, obviously, to this front Big man. shoes. I got, <laughs> yeah, right. I
4: wore heels, you know. I was like, big shoes to fill? Yeah, damn big, right. Uh, These are big.
1: But you still want to be yourself, obviously. Yeah.
4: That was the most important thing. And in, in, in talking to Brian May and Roger Taylor, yeah it became really obvious to me very quickly, we're not looking for an imitator. That's we do good. not want an impersonation of Freddie. Um, that would be tacky. Totally. You know, and like they, they wouldn't feel comfortable with that. Um, I remember going to the first rehearsal with them, and I'm like, well, guys, you just tell me what you want and where to stand and what note to hit and how to do it and whatever, what to wear. And they were like, no, 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 you t- what do you want to do? Which from the get-go was the, the biggest blessing Um, they made me feel very comfortable, and they made me feel like it was really a collaboration. That's cool. Yeah. And it's evolved, which has been so exciting. Um, When we started six years ago together, it was me getting up there really nervous, doing the best I could. Um, But that's what's been so great is that we've gotten to evolve together as a unit, and we can look at each other now on stage and have, like, shorthand just with a look and know, oh, we're going to repeat that part. Oh, I didn't sing that right lyric. They know. I know. They don't know. Cool. We're good. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Now it feels like it's in my body, which is so cool to be able to get on stage and still have that freedom.
1: Yeah. No, that's the best feeling of all time. All right. Adam Lambert, are you ready for your Ask Me Another Challenge? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, so in 2009, you were on the cover of Rolling Stone. It was the highest-selling issue of that year. So in honor of that, we're going to describe other people who were also on Rolling Stone's cover in 2009. And remember, they are not all musicians. Right. Yes. I'm not going to know any of them. And if you do well enough, Patty Humphreys from Camarillo, California, was going to win an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube. Okay. Yep, all right. Here we go. This artist was described... By Rolling Stone as being a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll, and all control freak. She graced the cover for the first time in March of 2009. Six months later, Kanye West interrupted her speech at the VMAs. Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's right. Thanks for the Kanye. No problem.
4: The Kanye effect.
1: Okay, at one point, this Twilight star was the highest paid teenage actor in Hollywood. Team Jacob fans rejoiced when he Taylor graced. Lautner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this Colombian singer says she taught herself English by listening to Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan. She made waves with her 2009 release, She Wolf. Shakira. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I like this game now. Yeah, because <laughs> you're doing great. I didn't even have to finish it. I was going to finish it with Her Hips Don't Lie, but you didn't need it. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> this is your final question. This band's frontman once described you, Adam Lambert, as pretty badass for hitting high notes. He appeared on the cover with bandmates Mike Durnt and Trey Cool promoting their rock opera album, 21st Century Breakdown. Okay. Does American idiot mean anything? Oh, Green Day! That's right. <laughs> that is correct. You are right. Sorry.
4: He was like one of like 12 other guys that were wearing guy liner in 2009. <laughs> that's, coined guy liner. That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> guy liner. It's eyeliner. Don't, just eyeliner! I know, just eyeliner. Just eyeliner! I have to do that to everything, right? <gasps> Well, congratulations, Adam. You, you got them all right. Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you won a Rubik's Cube for listener Patty Humphreys. Yay! Give it up for Adam Lambert, everybody. You can catch Adam and Queen in 2019 performing all across North America. <gasps> Adam Lambert, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Want our next special guest to play for you? Follow Ask Me Another on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Next, we'll play a game where we give holiday songs, a SoCal twist. Uh, I imagine the holidays in California just being much more chill, uh, not just because you're all surfers and yogis, just because of all the legal weed. <laughs> Let's meet our contestants. First up, Angela Estes. You're a cake decorator. I am. Hi, so, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> So I imagine people, when they ask you to make a cake for them, they mm-hmm. must ask for some things that defy baking laws of nature. They can, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: What is one of the more elaborate things you've been asked to sure. accomplish?
3: One of the more interesting ones was a cake that looked like an overhead projector. So like a, <laughs> a vintage projector. It was actually for their wedding. For their wedding? Yeah, it was uh, two teachers. Ah, yes, okay. So they had... <laughs> Yeah, That's cute. They had um, a school themed wedding, and so they said just go wild. And so I proposed this last, thinking it was just too crazy, and then they chose
1: that one. <laughs> that is amazing. All right. <laughs> so when you ring in, we'll hear this Your opponent is Sophie Wasserman. You're a STEM education specialist at the San Diego Air and Space Museum. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you. So you're building rockets and rovers and robots for pre-K to 8th grade students. So what kind of robots are you building?
3: Um, We work our way up to battle bots, which is my absolute favorite Mm -hmm. thing to do. So first they learn how to move, then they learn how to scribble with some markers, and then finally they fight each other to the death. (laughs) Okay,
2: good. The the robots, not the kids.
3: Uh, Both. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Sophie, when you ring in, we'll hear this. Remember, Angela and Sophie, whoever has more points after two games will move on to our final round. Let's go to your first game. This game is called San Diego Holy Night. Jonathan Colton, take it away. We rewrote public domain holiday songs
2: (laughs) 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 to make them about things associated with San Diego. Ring in and tell us what I'm singing about, and if you're correct, you can earn a bonus point by identifying the original song. Here we go. There are all kinds of fauna here in Balboa Park by and Sun. Absolutely apes, monkey trails, polar bear plunge, and the outback
3: kuala Angela. The San Diego Zoo.
2: That's right. (laughs) And for a bonus point, can you identify the song?
3: It is... On the first day of Christmas, my true love is that the title? Mm-hmm. Um, on the First Day of Christmas My True Love Gave To Me.
2: It's a very long title and it's not the title <laughs> of the song, I'm afraid. It's actually called the Twelve
1: Days of, Chris. Twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that you went with what you know. You were like, yeah. I know the first line. <laughs> Thank you. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> is
2: it called Twelve Drummers Drumming, Eleven Pipers Piping, Ten Ladies <laughs> Dancing, Nine Ladies?
1: The only part I screwed the, it up I couldn't remember them. No, all. the only the only one anyone knows is five
0: gold. Yeah, like everyone's
1: know, like blah blah, blah 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 five gold that's right.
2: should you see lots of ships and boats at thirty second street. You've reached the principal home port Of our dear Pacific fleet Angela?
3: Um, the uh, Naval Base San Diego Yeah,
2: that's right, Naval Base San Diego And can you identify the song for a bonus point?
3: Odd um, Lang Sang.
2: Yeah, that's right, Odd Lang Fine,
3: Sign, sign
2: There is a lovely beach town where lots of golf they play, and on its rugged coastline these pinnipeds will lay. They're lounging, 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 they're either brown or gray, and though they're fun to look at, they really smell like poop. Angela.
3: (laughs) Um, it's where the sea lions are, and it's called, um... (laughs) (laughs) Sea lion, seal beach.
5: Sea
1: lion. <laughs> Angela, I'm I got to say, as a contestant, I appreciate your attack. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. That's what we want. That's how you do
2: it. Yep. But I'm afraid I can't accept that. Sophie, do you know the answer?
1: La Jolla Cove? Or La
5: Jolla?
2: Yeah, that's right. That's what we're looking for. La Jolla, the La Jolla Seals and Sea Lions. Can you identify the original song?
3: Dradle, Dreidel, dreidel,
2: dradle, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. dreidel, 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 dreidel. <laughs> Sorry, I don't think I can accept that. Dradle, 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 dreidel, dreidel.
3: It's a good guess. It's made of clay and giant ready and <laughs> Just keep saying all the words.
2: You'll get to it eventually. It's called I Have a Little dradle.
1: Yeah, it was actually the first line in the this case. The
2: first one, which is Angela's strategy from the last one, which would have worked. The first ever European, the first ever European, the first ever European to visit this state. Point Loma is where his statue is seen. His name is on high schools. He died of gangrene. (laughs) Angela.
3: Um, El Cortez.
2: No, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Angela, Sophie, do you know the answer?
5: It's the Cabrillo National Monument.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo is what we're looking for. For a bonus point, can you identify the original song?
3: Good tidings for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) We wish you a Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's right.
2: Shangela, Jujubee, kimchi, shake, kool-aid. Flazada, no tea, no shade, in a lace front came to slay. Oh, contoured face, padded butt, girl, work that runway. She was born and raised right here, and she says, shantay, you stay. Angela? RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul, that's correct.
3: RuPaul. <laughs> that's right.
2: For a bonus point, can you name the song?
1: Jingle bells. Yeah, that's right. All right, that was a boatload of fun. Angela, you are currently in the lead. If you intensely copy edit your family's annual holiday letter, you should be a contestant on our show. Go to amatickets.org. Coming up, Tony Hawk, pioneer of vertical skateboarding, will talk to me, Ophira Eisenberg, pioneer of horizontal napping. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask
3: Me Another from NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Betterment, the automated investing and savings app. CEO Sarah Levy shares how cash can be part of a balanced savings strategy for investors oftentimes people think of their cash as the money they're using. But when there's a high-rate environment,
5: your cash can also be a form of savings. So savings can sit in your cash account and savings can sit in an investing account. And on average and over time, investments go up. But in a high-interest rate environment, you can get a more predictable return in a high-yield savings account. And so investors can choose... Both strategies, an investment strategy as well as a cash strategy, to both protect your principal because cash doesn't go down the way markets can,
3: but also to earn a high yield. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank.
2: This is NPR's Ask Me Another, coming to you from San Diego. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
1: Thank you, Jonathan. Today's show is themed day, California Christmas. And before the break, we met our contestants, Angela and Sophie. Their next game is about holiday bummers. Here are some examples of holiday bummers. Being alone. Being with family. Let's check in with our contestants. Angela, what's your favorite California
3: holiday tradition? Probably pretending like it's cold and getting all bundled up and going out.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Sophie, what's your favorite California tradition? I mean, I holiday think tradition. along
5: those same lines, it's really fun to look at weather in other places and kind
1: of <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Okay, perfect. (laughs) So basically, both of your holiday traditions are (laughs) meteorology-related. This is a word game called Unhappy Holiday. We're mashing up cheerful icons of the holiday season with things that are not happy. That's right. For
2: example, if we said, your aunt wasn't sure what to get you, so here's a plastic rectangle loaded with money. It only works at one store so it's going to be very difficult to spend. You would answer, gift carduous, combining gift card and arduous.
1: Whoa. I know, easy, right? Um, The points are double. As a hint, the holiday term will always come first, and the depressing thing will always come second, (laughs) just like in real life. Okay, here we go. Don't eat this spicy holiday treat and house-building material, or you won't be able to sleep on this brutal overnight flight. Sophie.
3: Gingerbread-eye? Exactly!
1: (laughs) Gingerbread-red-eye. Gingerbread-eye. It's also my Starbucks order.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Deck the halls with this picturesque red buried vegetation. That is also a parasite trying to implant itself in your skin and gorge on your blood. <laughs> Angela.
5: Hall Leach?
2: Hall that's right, Holly yeah. and Leach. Yeah.
1: Okay. 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 Yeah. Hey, there's the personification of winter weather, referenced in Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, but he's having trouble nipping at your nose due to his severely diminished bone density.
3: Jack Frostioporosis.
1: Sophie, that is correct.
2: (laughs) That's a fun one. Happy
1: Holidays!
2: (laughs) This shiny ball hanging from the tree is causing everything in the universe to gradually decline into death and disorder. (laughs) Angela.
3: Ornamentropy? Yeah,
1: yeah. that's right. Ornament and entropy. I love it when stuff like that just pops into your head, right? Just pops in. This is your last clue. Marshmallows and hot chocolate have an unhealthy relationship, just like you and your psychologically unstable partner who relies on you too much. Angela. Cocodependent. Yep, that is right. (laughs) Alright, two great games And it looks like Angela You are going to our final round yeah. It's time to meet our next special guest Please welcome Skateboarding legend Tony Hawk
5: What's up San Diego
1: Thank you This is cool Tony, thank you so much for joining us.
5: Of course. Thank you.
1: So when you first started skating, it was kind of a niche thing. Uh, absolutely. It was sort of on the way out of popularity
5: from the late 70s. Yeah. And so I got in it, and, and suddenly everyone
1: quit. Um, <laughs> but was it still the little banana boards?
5: Kind of. It was starting... It, it, the whole Dogtown era had come into play, right. so there were skating pools, and it was more of a movement and a style, yeah. and, and I saw... My first experience at a skate park was Oasis Skate Park right here in San Diego. Um, yes. Uh, and I literally saw people flying out of these empty swimming pools, and that was my moment. That was You're my epiphany. Like, yes, yes I, want to, I want to fly like those guys.
1: So when you were a kid and you first decided, this is for me, I want to be part of this uh, skateboarding scene or figure out how to do it by my, on my own, uh, how did your parents initially react? Were they like, yeah. Like- uh, I got
5: lucky. I was, I was the young, youngest of four, and um, my dad was in the Navy. He'd retired, and he had been through so much with my siblings through the 70s yes. that it was like, just keep him busy, whatever he's happy doing. Most of my friends, their parents didn't want him skating. Right. You know, in the early 80s, it was considered more of a negative influence on kids, and so my dad was the sort of Den, father, of and giving everyone rides to the skate park. He's the one who drove us all up to the skate parks in LA, so we could go, you know, up to Reseda and Whittier and Upland, and um, it was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: So skateboarding is going to be in the 2020 Olympics. What are your thoughts?
5: Um, I think it's an exciting opportunity for skateboarding to to raise the the awareness of skating for international recognition. There's a part of me that's cynical that thinks it's about time you figured it out, <laughs> yeah. um, and that I feel like. Uh, the Olympics needs skateboarding's cool factor more than skateboarding needs their validation. I mean, so I do feel like that, really. And maybe that's not the team player, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you still skate.
5: I do. I was skating today, actually, yes.
1: People in their 30s drink a beer and they feel it four days later. <laughs> uh, when you fall now, are you extra careful? Or I'm just like, let's
5: stay more proactive in trying to uh, get back to what I was doing. I used to take it for granted, you know, like that, just yeah. I, whatever, wake up late, get hurt, eh, I'll skate again tomorrow, to will be fine, and now it's like, oh, you're so old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never really had to work at it like that, but now I, I get my neck worked on and stuff like that, and it feels more like traditional professional athlete sort of training, but... I'm 50, what am I, I gotta do it.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, so many are huge fans of your video game series. Tony Hawk Pro Skater uh, thank was you. released in 1999. So uh,
5: actually, is- we just released a game, Tony Hawk's uh, Skate Jam, on mobile.
1: That's right. And so yes. what's, what's different about this one?
5: Uh, it's on mobile. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you, do you move the phone as You, you don't
5: know are... there's a lot of the similar controls. It's not with the same developers, but a lot of similar controls with the grind button the air and so I don't know'm I'm, I'm, I'm good at it, but I can already see the scores people are posting like ugh. <laughs> start practicing some more.
1: and you're st- you still have the competitive thing in you, right you look at those if you scores. have a
5: game with your name on it, you got to be a little on your yeah you got to yeah, be right. on point.
1: Because everyone's going to want you to post your yes. scores.
5: Y- yeah, or, or challenge you face-to-face.
1: Sure. You've won uh, so many awards and prizes. Before you were 25 years old, you placed first in 73 out of 103 pro competition. That's first place in over 70% of the competitions you went into, only by 25. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I read that you don't keep a lot of your awards or trophies.
5: I didn't, I, I was never one to, I don't know, I just didn't like on those accolades and I would see pictures of people with all their trophies behind them and it just looked obnoxious to me. <laughs> yeah. I also saw what joy it gave to people when I would hand them my trophies <gasps> that I won. You would
1: just give them away?
5: Yeah, yeah, that was way cooler.
1: Oh, wow, yeah, fun. absolutely. Joni, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you ready for your Ask Me Another Challenge? Yes. Fantastic. Do I have a choice? <laughs> nope. Okay. Tony Hawk, please welcome and meet your opponent, Adam Lambert.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> this isn't Queen Trivia, is it?
5: This is,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay.
1: No, this is something that we've written uh, for both of you. Adam, Tony, you're going to play one of our favorite guessing games called This, That, or the Other. It's simple. We're going to give you a word. You tell us which of three categories it belongs to. Jonathan Colton? what are today's categories?
2: Today's categories are skateboarding tricks. Yes, please. Songs performed by Adam Lambert. Or
1: characters from the Tchaikovsky ballet, The Nutcracker. Okay. Okay, we're going to go back and forth, so no need to ring in. Tony Cuckoo. Skateboard trick, Adam Lambert's song, or nutcracker character? Oh,
5: that's rough. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Adam Lambert's song.
1: You are correct. Yes. yes. <laughs> nice.
5: Thank you for writing that song,
1: Adam. <laughs> Tony just revealed what level of glambert he is. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Adam performed that song on the show *Pretty Little Liars*. Yeah. Where you dressed up? It was a Halloween episode, and you dressed up as a glampire.
4: Yes. You got it. You got all the terminology <laughs> and everything. Right.
1: <laughs> okay, Adam. Yeah. Madonna. A skateboard trick? Sure is. Wow. Sure is. He answered in the form of a question. <laughs>
4: what is skateboard trick? It is. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah.
5: Tony Cavalier. Cavalier. Uh, I'm going to go with Nutcracker. Yeah, you're correct.
1: Yeah. Or I thought maybe a skateboard trick where you are just indifferent to everything. staying <laughs> around, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever.
2: Tricks, <laughs> whatever. <cares? cares. laughs> Adam, do drop. Nutcracker character.
5: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dang, I really wanted you to say skate trick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> These are your last clues. Tony...
5: Sleepwalker,
2: skateboard trick, Adam Lambert song, or nutcracker
5: character? I I want it to be a skateboard trick, but I have to go with Adam Lambert song. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we could collaborate, though.
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. Adam, eggplant. (laughs) Skateboard trick, Adam Lambert song, or nutcracker character?
4: It's also my favorite emoji, but <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't um, get it. Skateboard trick? Yeah, that's right. Yay! Yeah.
1: Nice. It's a tie. Yay! So oh. you, uh, you both right. did equally amazing. Thank you so much for indulging us and playing this great game. Everyone give it up for Tony Hawk and Adam Lambert. It's time to crown our big winner. Let's bring back our finalist, Tyler Parthumer, who enjoys the game of life. Because unlike real life, it gives you the chance to buy a house. And Angela Estes, who baked a wedding cake that looked like an overhead projector. Tyler, Angela, in honor of the holidays, your final round is called Family Gathering. Every answer will include a word for a family member or relative. Our big winner will receive an Ask Me Another Rubik's Cube signed by Adam Lambert and Tony Hawk. We spun a dreidel backstage, and Tyler got gimel, so she's going first. (laughs) Tyler, this timekeeping device, also known as a long case, can be seven and a half feet tall and has a pendulum inside. Grandfather clock. That is correct. (coughs) Angela, this tart green fruit is named after the woman who originally cultivated it in Australia. It's often baked into pies. Um, three seconds. We're looking for Granny Smith apples. Tyler, this term refers to the location of a computer's central processing unit. The hub. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that is incorrect. We were looking for motherboard. Angela, this 90s sitcom starring Tia and Tamara Mowry was about two twins separated at birth and reunited 14 years later. Sister, sister. That is correct. Tyler, Juliana Margulies starred in this CBS drama that ran from 2009 to 2016. The Good Wife? That is correct. Angela, these lengthy-limbed arachnids are also known as cellar spiders or harvestmen. Daddy Longlegs. That is correct. Tyler, a 1961 congressional resolution honored a meatpacker from Troy, New York, as the inspiration for this patriotic character, though the legend is disputed. But he wants you for the U.S. Army. Uncle Sam. That is correct. Angela, go to the mall and you might be accosted by pretzel smells wafting from this business, named for the woman who co founded it in Pennsylvania. Aunt Emma? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. It's Auntie Anne's. We're at the halfway point. Tyler is in the lead, three to two. Tyler, it's the sixth book published in the Chronicles of Narnia series, but its story takes place first chronologically. Oh. Three seconds. We're looking for The Magician's Nephew. Hmm. Right. Angela, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley star in this 2008 movie about middle-aged men who become roommates when their parents get married. Stepbrothers. That is correct. Tyler, this John Mayer song warns fathers that girls become lovers who turn into mothers. Daughters. That's correct. Angela, in this 2015 single, Meghan Trainor lays down the rules for her hypothetical spouse.
3: Mama says something.
1: (laughs) Good guess. We were looking for dear future husband. Tyler, Minneapolis and St. Paul are collectively known as this. The Twin Cities. That is correct. Okay, here's the situation. Tyler is in the lead, five to three. Angela, if you get this question wrong, Tyler wins. Angela, Mount Holyoke, Vassar, Wellesley, Smith, Radcliffe, Bryn Mawr, and Barnard are collectively known as these colleges. Seven Sisters? That is correct. (laughs) The score is 5-4. to Tyler, if you get this right, you win. Tyler, California Dreamin' and Monday Monday are two of this music group's biggest hits. The Mamas and the Papas. That is correct. Great game. Great final round. Angela. Amazing. Thank you. And congratulations, Tyler. That's our show. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name is Anagrams to Thou Jolt Cannon. Our puzzles were written by Kimala Franklin, James Greenberg, Ruth Morrison, and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Kara Weinberger. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal. Ask Me Another is produced by Mike Katzeff, Travis Larchuk, Kiara Powell, Edward Wyckoff-Williams, Rumel Wood, and our intern, Alexis Stromer, along with Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. We are recorded by Bill Moss and Valve Tone Recordings. We'd like to thank san diego and the balboa theater
2: elaborate bath
1: kpbs and our production partner wnyc i'm Haripe begonias ophira
2: eisenberg
1: and this was ask me another from npr hey you're still listening fantastic so since you're still here why not pop over to apple podcasts and write us a review We'd love to hear from you, and it also helps others find out about our show. For information about new episodes, bonus videos, and more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks! Next time on Ask Me Another, four previous victors return to the stage for our first-ever Tournament of Champions, and we'll find out... Who's the biggest winner of all? And from NBC's Sunnyside, we're joined by actor Cal Penn. Plus, Dan Soder tells us about his new HBO comedy special. So join me, Ophira Eisenberg, on Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to vioricom slash NPR.
3: Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash NPR.